Hey, hey, it's Tammy from Harvest Heart Spirit Podcast. Thank you for coming back. And I have an exciting episode today because who doesn't want the freedom to say no? Who doesn't want the freedom to release guilt and pressure and just be in the moment and the experience what's going on instead of always rushing and waiting and pushing for the next thing? I know for me, I am very future focused and I plan things and then I'm on to the next thing. And a lot of times I don't even get to experience what I'm doing. We'll take this episode and allow it as your permission slip. Let it give you permission to say no to the things that you don't want to do and say yes to the things that really light your, light your fire that you love and that you know it brings energy and life to your family. Listen in. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog, to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, and welcome back to Her Restored Spirit Podcast. I am so glad you're here. And today I want to talk a little bit about, well, I don't know. I don't know about y'all, but I realize that November is literally next week. This year has gone by so fast. And every year at this time, I typically have a plan for what, what, at least an idea of what I'm going to get the kids for Christmas or do for them for Christmas or what our plans are. And this year, I I have a general idea of what our plans are, but they're at a weird age. Well, any teenagers are at a weird age, but they're, it's like they're not in the toy stage and everything that they want is, well, it's just hard to figure out what to get them besides money. And it's hard to, well, and what I want to talk about today is I have realized that the number of holidays that I have with them in the home is getting less and less. I mean, my son is going to be 14 in just a few months and my daughter will be 12. And yes, I know that they'll come back. They'll come home for the holidays. Um, at least that's the hope after they leave for college and when they start their families and and start their lives as adults. But there's something special about having them in the house and realizing that this is this time that we have is so precious. And then I start getting overwhelmed about all the things, all the things that we have to do, all the things, that, all the places to be, all of the lists, all of the food, all of the, the activities. 
everything possible to make this a magical season. And these things, as I was considering them, I realized that just in general, if we stop doing them, we actually can enjoy where we are and what we're doing more. But I'm going to talk about it specifically for this coming holiday season, because sometimes talking it for like, never do this or stop doing this, it's too broad, it's too indefinite, and it's too like, well, I don't see how that's even possible. But I want to challenge you to prepare for this holiday season a little differently this year. And I know I've heard the I've heard the possibilities that they said that, you know, all the cargo trucks are our tra- cargo ships are sitting off of the docks and can't unload. And so it may be a Christmas where there's not a lot of stuff. There may be it may be a Christmas that you have to get creative and figure something else out. And we're still in this season of can we see them? Can we not? What are the rules there? Are we allowed to travel? Are we allowed to stay home? Like, or do we have to stay home? Who do we see? Who who wants to see us? And who is still kind of standoffish and we want to respect their wishes? And, and so what I have for you today is as I was thinking about my plans over the next two months that I have left of this year and this holiday season, which I love. I love the holiday season. I love Thanksgiving. I love Christmas. I love the family time. I love the food. I love the smells. I love the experiences. I love watching my kids just having their hearts delight. I love seeing them just enjoy the moment. But many times I have to remember, I look back and then I get to enjoy that because I'm so focused on getting the stuff done and doing the things, being all the places, cooking all the food, that I'm not in the moment. So this episode, we are going to talk about three things that you should stop doing right now to prepare for the holiday season. And then we'll talk about one thing that you should do right now. So the first is... Stop doing all the things. I love advent calendars. I love all of the caroling and I love going and looking at lights and all the different things and all the events, but sometimes they're all exhausting. So what if we didn't have to do them all? What if you sat down and you figured out which ones actually mean something to you? Write that down. Write the ones that really in the past have been fond memories, have gone over well, the few things that really speak to your heart or determine what the season means to you. And then ask your family, what are, what's one or two things that you really look forward to doing during the holiday season? And then write that down and then see which ones match. And those definitely do. But you don't have to do it all. You don't have to go to every event. You don't have to go to every Christmas party. You don't have to go to every 
cookie exchange. You don't have to go to every anything. You get to choose how you want to spend this season. And when you sit down and you see that list of four or five things, what a weight to be lifted off. Then you can decide if something comes up, if it doesn't fit in those, you get to say no and you don't have to feel guilty about it. You don't have to make excuses. You can just let them know, hey, you know, my family and I decided what things were really important to us this year. And these are the things, you know, that's that wasn't on the list. I'm really sorry, maybe next year. Or hey, let's meet up and do whatever at the end, at beginning of next year. The second thing is stop buying all the things. Now I'm really, and so all of these, these three things, I'm really talking to myself. I hope that you're with me. I hope that you feel that and get and see. And so it's not a judgment thing. This is more of a reminder to myself that I don't have to buy all the things. My kids, like I mentioned, they're not really into toys. There's a few things that they toy wise that they want, but I know that come January 4th, it won't be touched again until I try to get rid of it. Then of course it becomes their favorite. But this year, instead of buying all the things, figure out what's the one thing that would be really important to them. What's the one thing that would matter? What's the one thing that they're interested in? And then don't feel guilty about not getting them a million gifts. We all love, I love watching my kids open gifts and see the things and get excited about what they have. But sometimes they have so much that they actually lose the gratefulness and the anticipation, the excitement about it because it's just one more thing. And so I don't need to buy all the things. I also don't need to take part in every gift exchange. I can go to a party and decide not to take part in it. Now you can, if you want to do something little, or if you want, if that's something, a party that really means something to you, but it's okay to just go to a party and say, you know, we're not going to do the gift exchange. Um, you guys have fun. We'll have fun with the dirty Santa watching everyone and we'll heckle and, um, encourage people to make poor choices, you know, all the fun things, but you don't have to, especially this has been a hard two years. And we all know when you talk about what the season means, we all say the right thing, that it's really about the, the Christ, Christ's birth. It's really about the meaning behind Christmas, not the, not the gifts. It's really about celebrating who we belong to. It's not about getting all the things that are on your list. And sometimes we buy things out of guilt. I know that that is how what I used to do. I used to, I feel guilty that I'm a single mom. I feel guilty that my kids don't have their dad who was amazing and he was so fun. He was the fun one. 
And when I had to put on all the responsibility of being the sole parent, fun kind of left my, it became less of a priority. He made me fun. He reminded both of us that we need to put down work and enjoy the moment. But now that I have put that back in as an important part, as I realize that these kids, fun is just as important as work. And sometimes that's how they learn better. And so before I would buy things because I just want them to be happy and I want and I I needed to make up for what they didn't have. Knowing that getting them getting my daughter another doll isn't going to make up for the fact that her dad's not there. But it still is a little thing that I could do to help alleviate the guilt of what she's really missing. I don't want to do that anymore. I realize that what that teaches them is that more the more it is the better and it I want to focus on what you have what 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 can you give let's talk about what we can give this holiday season instead of what we can get and realize that they get so much now remember back in the day when you you only got gifts for Christmas and birthday. And if you were like me, where Christmas and then birthday was real close together, you had to wait a really long time before you got something again. But nowadays, we have so much stuff that it loses the meaning. And I actually think that removing the some of the stuff and stop buying all the things, it actually enhances the meaning of Christmas and the spirit of Christmas as well. And focus more on what do you want it to feel like? What do you want it to be like instead of what you want to get? And then the third one is stop putting your needs last. Now, we the last couple of episodes have been on whole self-care. And I just did the workshop on taking care of your whole self. And I want to tell you that this does not mean we have a blank check to be selfish. This means that... We acknowledge that as moms, we have basic needs that we need to tend to. And that also goes into the first two, is not doing all the things and not buying buying all the things. Because sometimes that puts us in a strain that does, we can't, we don't have the resources to take care of our fundamental needs. When we're doing all the things, then we don't feel like we can take a break and we can say no to a party that, yeah, your kids may have really loved going to. It may have been an amazing, maybe they hired a Santa, but you know that that two-hour block of time was the only time that you could actually sit down and breathe for a little bit so you can meal plan something else or you can just sit and not do anything. Because sometimes that's even more important than planning the next thing is giving ourselves that room, that margin, that Sabbath to not do anything, to rejuvenate ourselves, to read a book, to go and do the Bible study that we haven't caught up with yet because we've been so busy 
making sure that everything's so magical for our kids. We had the hustle and the bustle that we are trying to make things so magical that we are magically stressed. And you don't need to do all the things that you used to. And by stop, you know, stop putting your needs last. That's going to allow you to be more present in all of the other things that you do. By saying no and staying home one day, and if that means the kids need to figure out how to be bored for a day so you can enjoy the boredom for a day and to rejuvenate and to get your energy back so you can go to a party that you really want to or an event you really want to or do an activity that you you know will be a little bit more stressful for you. So you build that whole self-care so you can do the things you need to do and that you want to do. So don't put yourself last anymore. Your basic needs are necessities. Too many people, too many moms, too many women, I hear them say that they would love to have time to do a Bible study, but their kids have sports or their kids are in 5 million things and they, their kids are, have their, well, their kids have better social lives than they do. And I'm not going to lie. My kids have a better social life than I do. But I also have boundaries around that. And it's okay that you do as well. I have said no to more things this year and it feels so good. And some of the things I've said no to were really hard to say no to. Some of them, I actually got pushback and because I'm the one who helps and takes care of everything and I'm the doer and I make things happen. But I got to the point where I was so run down and the house was so stressed that I couldn't possibly do one more thing. And I knew that I could, but doesn't mean I should. And it turned out to be a best decision that I, that I took is to say no to something that was really hard. So with that, with the three things you shouldn't do, the stop doing all the things, stop buying all the things, and stop putting your needs last. What's the one thing you should do? What's the one thing that you, it would be a missed opportunity. And if you didn't do this, it could mean, it could be the difference between a holiday season to remember and a holiday season to endure that you did endure. And this is, Decide what you want to say about the season when it's over. Decide right now, what feelings do you want to have? What experiences did you want to have? Do you want it to be peaceful? Do you want it to be calm? Do you want it to be exciting? Do you want it to be less stressed? Write it out. Like get really detailed about this. And I go in knowing that this season... I want to focus on seeing my people. I want to spend time with the kids doing something that they love, that I can see them really enjoy. And I want to spend time with my my friends and my family. That is what my focus is. I want to be joyful and I want to have peace and I want to serve. Those three things. So by writing that down, 
Now I have boundaries. Now I have a decision-making tool that I can use to decide every event, every activity, every desire, everything that I want want for the season. I can use these three tools, this tool to decide. I can decide if, look at everything through the lens of, is it peaceful? Is it joyful? And can I serve? And if it doesn't meet those requirements and you can't say, oh yes, that I really want to do, that will bring me peace, that will bring me calm, or that will bring me joy, or yeah, I would love to serve in that capacity. Give yourself permission to say no. And then celebrate the fact that you said yes to something else. You said yes to something better. So for every no you say, it's allowing you to say yes to something that you really want because we can't do it all and we can't be everywhere, but we can be where it's most important to us. You can also ask yourself, what is, where does your loyalty lie? Does it lie to all of your friends? And I have some really great friends who throw some amazing parties. Where does your loyalty lie? It's to my family first. And if it is detrimental, if it, if it takes energy and stress to my family, if it brings stress to my family, or if it's something that I have to force them, and yes, there are times that we have to get dressed up and we're, gonna, we're going somewhere to eat or we're going to do something, that doesn't mean that they have to be happy all the time. Sometimes we all know. We all know that it's good for us and it's good for them to go to different settings and learn to experience different things whether they want to or not. But what I'm talking about is if it is detrimental to your boundaries, if it's detrimental to what you want, or if it is opposes what you want, your loyalty should be to your family, not to the person who's hosting or um, putting the activity together. And it may hurt the other person, but you can just explain to them it's not that you're really limiting what you're doing this year because you really want your family to exp- to have a peaceful, joyful, and serving season. And whatever your words are, but come up with them, write them down. And I will tell you the power of writing things down and deciding that that's what you want. And then the other question I would ask with that is, what do you want your family to say about the season? And how many times do they have a magical, amazing holiday season? And you look back and you're like, I'm so glad that was so magical for you. I'm exhausted. And do we really want to be part of the season or do we want to be bystanders or the ones behind the scenes who make it all happen and we don't get to experience it and enjoy it ourselves? I want to experience all the joy my kids get to as well. I want to be part and present for the moments instead of behind the scenes, coordinating and planning the next thing. Now, I don't know what this looks like because this is not something I've actually ever accomplished, but it's definitely my goal this year. And this year I've said more no's to things than I have ever. And I will tell you that the relief and the 
energy that comes from that is amazing, which is why I really wanted to take it to heart for this holiday season as well. Because when I show up at a place, I want to bring all of my energy. I want to bring all of my focus and all of my attention. And I want to make an experience and a memory right where I am instead of rushing to the next thing. And that's what I want for you too. So what could you say no to, which would allow you to say yes to something? What three things should you stop doing right now? And what's the one thing that you should? What's the one thing you want to say about the holiday season? And how could it be different this year? And how could we use all of this that's going on in the world to our benefit and to our opportunity? And it's given us permission to slow down and focus on what's important. And what a gift to our family and to our kids and to our friends if we really get to show up where we want to be and where we need to be instead of where we have to be. So that's what I have for you today. I would love to hear about what you want to say at the end of the season. What do you want to be able to say about your holiday season and this exercise and see how you could use it throughout the rest of your year as well. And whether you realize this or not, these small choices will also help you to identify fear embrace your identity, reclaim your confidence, step into your purpose, and live with joy. By making these decisions to look at your needs, to not do all the things just because and not buy all the things just because, you're actually starting to decide what's right for you and your family. And what a beautiful thing that is. All right, that's all I got for you. Until next week, bye. Bye.